Hello, and welcome to this Unpack Short. I'm Charlie Pickles. I'm joined by Peter Franklin. Hello. Our Unpack Guru. And today we're talking about probably Peter's favourite topic, which is driverless cars. <laughs> we had to come back to it sooner or later, didn't we, Peter? We did. But... The title of of this piece is One Way to Bypass a Driverless Future. So Mm. the real question, I think, from this article, Peter, um, is, is it all just hype? Well, um, Christian Walmar, um, veteran transport expert, um, has has a piece um, in The Spectator in which he's really very much doubts that we're going to get to a driverless future anytime soon or even any decade soon because um, he has been visiting various sort of fairs, technology fairs, um, and looking into where the technology is going. And he thinks it's kind of stuck. Um, it's, well, it, it, it's facing hurdles that you know are looking pretty insurmountable right now. And not just technical ones, but political ones and commercial ones. Um, you know, even just sort of working out insurance arrangements um, for driverless cars. He says there's so much that has to be worked out, and it so far it hasn't. And on the technological side of things, um, he talks about the different levels of automation That's right, and, and yeah. kind of this this links to the idea that you know we've, we've done a pretty good job of getting to a basic level but mm. actually sort of it's a world away to get to the kind of the fully automated can, can you just explain a bit for okay well that? level zero is zero automation just your normal car We're merrily driving our own cars that's right and then it goes up stage by stage all the way to level five at which it's so automated that there's actually no place for a human driver anyway and it can be left to a computer to do the work in all circumstances. Now, he's saying that currently the technology is on level three, which is where it works as a kind of autopilot, but it needs to have a human driver, you know, ready to take over at any moment. And level four, which is actually you only need the human driver in exceptional circumstances now um you know he thinks that we can't possibly be talking about a driverless um, future unless we get to this level four um and he doesn't see it happening and actually says that there are no driverless cars anywhere today by that sort of measure i.e you've got these kind of partial sort of hybrid models yeah but but actually in the unpack you point out that's not entirely accurate well it's all a bit confused because i was reading this piece at the same time that i came across a piece about um a chinese minibus which apparently is level four automation it's um it's manufactured by the chinese company baidu and it's called the apollon I think it's a 14-seater minibus. It doesn't have room for a human driver. Um, and it's apparently, no, no driver's seat, no steering wheel, no that's pedals. Right. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. just, the passengers get in and off it goes. Um, now, um, the thing is, this is apparently going into commercial production. So who's right? 
you know, is, 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 are these reports about the Apollon right or is Walmart right? Um, and that's that's a very interesting question. But the, but I guess the the I suppose the the nuance in it, which you point out, Peter, mm. is that um, these uh, genuinely driverless minibuses yes. um, uh, are at the moment only going to be used in kind of almost artificial spaces. That's right, and this is what I think squares the circle: is that yes, they are driverless, but no, they can't cope with the open road. Rather. Um, they're being sold, for instance, for use um, in airports, you know, to take ferry people to distance, um, you know, from terminal well, to, to terminal buses, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, all of that. Um, or, you know, other controlled environments, you know, maybe a business park or a university campus. You can imagine where you can keep the general traffic and hordes of, you know, sort of reckless human drivers away then apparently these things can cope. Which is, I mean, it kind of proves, though, Walmart's point, does it not? Because um, if driverless cars, if those, if, the, if those minibuses are genuinely driverless cars and driverless buses, um, that's great. But if they can't function in an, quote, ordinary transport setting, then actually they're not fit for purpose. So we don't have driverless cars at the moment. Yes, that's that's... True, but I think given the level of um, new housing that's required, we could be building new um, neighbourhoods that would be designed around creating those controlled spaces that could allow um, these sort of minibuses to become a transportation network. So essentially, if you're designing, you know, I mean, not even just a, a kind of new um uh close housing close or whatever but actually you're designing a whole new town that's because right. that is the yes. sort of volume of housing that that certainly we in in exactly. britain need yes. um then you would simply design in a driverless transport system that's right you'd have a um a road for want of a better word which wouldn't be accessible to general traffic along which these um, driverless buses could use. It would be like... I mean, how is this different to having like a tram system or something? Well, it's not different, except it's a whole lot cheaper. Because you don't need to lay tracks. All you just need is, you know, a a sort of surface. Um, you don't need, obviously, the driver. Um, and you have much smaller vehicles and, and then arguably much more flexibly deployed mm. than a tram system where where you're going to have well Certain literally it runs along tram lines yeah, right yeah, yeah. whereas this is going to be quite a bit more flexible and certainly a lot more affordable and i think you know there's there's the possibility that this could be a transformative technology because it would allow you know whole new suburbs to be attached to existing cities but on a sort of no car basis and therefore you don't get the objections about oh this is going to create a whole load you know a load more residents a load more traffic this is going to overload the city center you know everyone objects and you know the nimbys win this removes that big excuse and also you don't need um all the all the parking spaces as well so that's a whole load more room that's that's made available for housing um so this is um you know I think this technology could be really important. And it's a stepping stone to a genuinely driverless 
um, future because once you've got a you you created a market from which can be further developed and the technology further improved and pushed all the way up to genuine level five automation. Well, thank you very much, our driverless car evangelist, Peter Franklin. Um, I'm sure we will be returning to this topic uh, in the not very distant future. Thank you also for listening. Please do subscribe if you haven't already and check out the other unheard podcasts and audio documentaries and tune in next time.